What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Yes, sir. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Heartwood Coach Podcast on the Believe Network. You know the voice, no me, no the guys. Me, really real, villain real, Terrell Furman Jr. here at your service. And thank you, K State. Thank you, K State, for giving us a game last night and the outright win plus 100 on the money line. To the Kansas State Wildcats, shout out Keontae Johnson, you know, VA guy. Uh, shout out Marquise Noel, who had a great game despite the fact that he probably bet money on Michigan State because those logo threes that he were taking at the end of the game and overtime and really trying to do his best to blow the game late. Like, really, really trying to do his best to blow the game game late, guys. If you didn't see it, he took three logo shots towards the end of the game inside one possession that all of them missed. All of them missed pretty badly at that. He's 5'6", shooting from the logo. I just think that's insane. But, huh, it doesn't matter because the last one was tipped by, I think it was Hoggart for Michigan State. Ended up going out, out of bounds. He does the inbound play, gets it in, and they end up scoring, winning the game. Shout out to Kansas State for getting it done in overtime. All right. Pretty good day. Pretty good day to start the podcast. Two and one to start the podcast. We hit Kansas State last night. We did not get UCLA. My, I'm, mm, I'm, I'm hurt about that one. I'm really, really hurt about that one. We did not get UCLA. They were up 13 after half, and I don't know, man. I It just seemed like they ran out of gas towards the end. Drew Timmy just owns UCLA. This is three straight wins for him and Gonzaga versus this UCLA team, and I just, I just knew the revenge angle was coming in. I just knew the revenge angle was coming in this game, but it just looked like they ran out of gas, and Drew Timmy, he... He just has a weird game. He's so patient. He's very, very patient and just waits for his spot and just skillful in what he does. And 
Got to give it to him. Great game, but ah, I'm really sick. Is this Gonzaga's year? Gonzaga doesn't ever win. Is this Gonzaga's year to win? I'm pretty sure people are probably like betting that now for Gonzaga to win, but they always mess it up at some point, right? They always mess it up at some point. Okay. In other news, congratulations to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yes, congratulations to the Minnesota Timberwolves for winning the NBA Finals. Let's hear from Carl Anthony Towns. Man, Carlton Towns changes his voice in every interview ever since we were cooking him for how his voice sounded the first time. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I think that that game might have been the best thing to happen in Minnesota since Lil Yachty, honestly. And I just like to first remind Carl Anthony Towns that good teams win, but great teams cover. Atlanta plus four and a half was never in doubt in that game. So just had to shout out my guy, Carl Anthony Towns and Minnesota Timberwolves for winning the NBA Finals yet again for the second straight year. For the second straight year, they won the NBA Finals. It's amazing. But super happy for Cat. Super happy he had a good game coming back. We're going to use that to transition into the picks for today. I'm going in the NBA slate today. I have three NBA plays for you. One college basketball men's college basketball play for you so let's go ahead and kick things off in the nba and if you know me you know that i'm always gonna play this play this is a system play for me people that know me know what i'm about to say as soon as they look at the nba schedule for today and for the people that don't know me well you're about to learn right now and we have the utah jazz as a dog today that is the Utah Jazz are a dog today. Of course, I'm starting the show with that. It doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter what the situation is. We bet Utah as a dog. Utah Jazz as an underdog this season. They are up to 27, 10, and 1 on the season. 27, 10, and 1. And the great thing and the historic thing about what Utah is doing this season is the fact that it doesn't matter who plays. It, it truly doesn't matter who plays. They just played against the Sacramento Kings. No Laurie Markkinen, no Jordan Clarkson, no problem. They get the win outright. And now you have the Milwaukee Bucks coming into town where, okay, I admit the Bucks are a higher tier than the Kings. They are. They're a better team. But this Utah team just finds ways to get it done. They do. They just find what they just find different ways to get it done. Milwaukee, little bit up and down ATS over the past 10 games, four, five, and one. You don't necessarily like that uh, if you're a Milwaukee backer in this game. But Utah, I mean, there's no marketing in this game. So I'll say that there's no Laurie marketing in this game. There's no Jordan Clarkson in this game. You're not going to have Rudy Gay in this game. There's a lot of injuries on this injury report for the Utah Jazz. That's why this line opened up at seven and automatically went to nine and a half. But it doesn't matter. Utah finds ways to cover, man. If you haven't been betting this all season with us, maybe tonight is not the night that you want to test your luck. Because again, 
It's a lot of outs on this Utah side of ball. Even Johnny Juzang isn't even playing in this game. So the now you look, but you look on the Milwaukee Bucks side of ball. You have no Jordan Jay Crowder. I said Jordan Crawford. Jesus Christ. You have no Jay Crowder. You have no Chris Middleton in this one. So you're you're hurting into that depth a little bit for the Milwaukee Bucks already. Gordon Dragic was a dead point guard. He's not going to be in this game. I don't even think Miles Leonard has played a single second for the Bucks this season, but he's out. So we'll take that for whatever it's worth. Nine and a half just feels like a lot for a Utah team that plays really good at home. They're going to be in the home atmosphere. They're in the playoff hunt and they need every win they can get. And after blowing that game against the Blazers yet last time, well, they didn't blow it. They were a four and a half point favorite. And we know you don't bet Utah as a favorite. You bet them as a dog. And like I said, 27, 10 and one against the spread. And if you don't know what against the spread means, that just means whatever number that they give you that plus nine and a half, all those numbers in the game, every time they're an underdog, they win 27 times, lose 10 times, tied once. 27, 10, and 1. It's a it's a system play. This is what we do. We just bet Utah as a dog. Sprinkle on the money line. I I mean, yeah, I can't tell you to bet Utah and not sprinkle on the money line because if they do win outright, and I didn't say it, I'm going to kick myself. I'm going to kick myself. So Utah plus 9.5, sprinkle on the money line. Next play in the NBA for me, and we're going to the late night slate. That's going to be the Phoenix Suns versus the Sacramento Kings. Phoenix Suns versus the Sacramento Kings. Sacramento's laying four and a half in this game. Injury report for this game, DeAndre Ayton is out. Kevin Herter is doubtful in this one. So here's the thought process behind this. I'm backing the Kings minus four and a half. And I'm doing it because without Kevin Durant, the Phoenix Suns are basically a walking fade. And it's really not their fault when you think about it. And DeAndre in being out doesn't help that at all. But if you think about the Kevin Durant trade, they traded a lot of good pieces to Kevin Durant. I mean, you moved on from Mikel Bridges. He's a guy that last year was Defensive Player of the Year finalist. Really, really good score. You see what he's doing up there in Brooklyn. I think he just had 30 last night. He's now taking, you know, his strides in Brooklyn. And I think he could be, like, I think his ascension from role player to star could be something similar of a James Harden when he left OKC and went to Houston. Like, I think that Mikel Bridges can really, really be that guy for Brooklyn. He's gone. Cam Johnson is gone over there with them. So you lost two really good scorers for this team. Uh, really good defensive player, Mikael Bridges, for Kevin Durant. Now, get it. It's Kevin Durant. Of course you're doing that for Kevin Durant. But Kevin Durant is hurt. He's not playing right now. When, he, when they twisted that ankle, they're being cautious with them. They know that they're playing the long game for the playoffs. And if you look at the six games that they have played since Kevin Durant went down for the Phoenix Suns, they are one in six, one in five straight up, oh and six against the spread. They have not covered a single spread in this entire time. And so now you have this Sacramento team that still feels slighted. Like they still feel slighted. They still feel like hey, nobody's giving us the respect we deserve of where we're at in this point in the season. They're three seed right now. 
and they were the two seed for a little bit, but a couple of losses to what was that? Who did they lose to? They lost to Boston. They lost to Utah. Utah as a dog. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. They lost to Utah. Lost to Boston. Now you're still your home home atmosphere for Sacramento has been really, really good this year. Light the beam. Uh, he, they have rallied an entire city, and which is really great because there was talks about the Sacramento Kings leaving. They've been talking about them leaving for since I was in high school. Because I remember when I was in high school and there was talks of somebody in Virginia buying the Kings and bringing them out to Virginia. And I'm like, whoa. And everybody's like, whoa, the Kings come to Virginia. We're going to be, you know, Kings fans and all this stuff. And then there was talks about the Kings going to Las Vegas, I believe. And so there was so many talks about them leaving the King, moving the Kings and that this franchise just hasn't done anything. They haven't been to playoffs in what, 15, 16, 17 years, something like that. And so now you have this game against Phoenix. Phoenix has been on a downward spiral since Kevin Durant went down. I don't think that they have the pieces to really pull themselves out of it. I think they're just trying to tread water until he gets back and try to make sure that they don't make that play in. And where you have a Sacramento team, they're hungry. Like, they're hungry. They want to go out there. They want to get this win. And they're locked in. This is their last home game. Uh, well, no, it's not their last home game. They're in the middle of a home game stand. They lost that first game after a long road trip. We like the fade teams there. And so, yeah, I think that here we have a pretty good spot with Sacramento. I have line movement in their favor. Line opened up at three and a half. It's now sitting at four, four and a half in some shops. But look at this. 51% of the money, 52% of the bets is on the Phoenix Suns. So you have a little bit more money on the Suns, but the line keeps moving towards the Sacramento Kings. I think this is a good spot for the Sacramento Kings, honestly. I'm going to take the Sacramento Kings minus four because this is the best number I see. Minus four for the Sacramento Kings tonight. That is the second NBA bet of the day. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. For the third NBA bet of the day, I'm going to go to... A prop. And if you know me, I love a good narrative. I do. I love a good narrative. Guess and the best narrative in the NBA to me is an NBA player's birthday. Well, no, I lied. The second the best narrative is Madison Square Garden because everybody just likes to show up in Madison Square Garden. It doesn't matter if you're the fifth, sixth guy on the bench. People just want to put on a show in Madison Square Garden. Thank you, Torian Prince. Yeah, a lot. But second best is birthday, a birthday narrative. And guess whose birthday it is today? One Miles Turner for the Indiana Pacers. They're playing the Boston Celtics today. Now you know me. I can always talk myself into anything going against the Boston Celtics. So this is how we attack his birthday prop today. Miles Turner scares me on the board so bad. Like, eh, it just feels like every time I, you know, don't, you just have a player that they sell. 
Like whenever you bet on them, they sell you and they sell you hard. And it just feels like whenever I feel like Miles Turner, who's seven feet, has a great matchup rebounding, I'll look in the third quarter, he has two rebounds. And I'm just like, nah, no. Nah. So I'm not going to do his rebounds. But I'll take his points because Miles Turner has been really, really good scoring the basketball for the Indiana Pacers recently. And apparently the Pacers aren't trying to tank right now. They just got an outright win against the Toronto Raptors on the road where they were eight and a half point dogs and somehow won that game outright. And they also have like in the past five games, they have wins against the Raptors and the Bucks. Why, why are you not giving up? It, it, the season's over. You should just pack it in. So, however, we have them here tonight. Some reason they're not packing it in yet. So I think that they're going to be a little bit competitive in this game. Somebody's going to have to score the ball for them. Tyrese Halliburton is questionable in this one. If he does play, that does make me feel a little bit better for a pick and roll situation with the with the Pacers, especially with Robert Williams playing staggered minutes, coming off the bench. He's coming off yet another injury. So he's going to be in and out, short minutes. Don't expect to see a lot of a lot of matchups between him and Miles Turner. And even if there is, he gave them 40 and 10 last time. 40 and 10 the last time they played. So, you know, let's take Miles Turner points. I don't have a, a number here for you. It's a little bit early, and I think that they're waiting on the Halliburton news before they start dropping props. But if Halliburton plays, they're going to drop his number a little bit more. I think maybe like 17 and a half for his points prop. I'm just going to guess and say it's around 17 and a half. Let's just take his points and let's ladder them and see what we can get. And hopefully he can create a little bit more magic like he did in that 40-point game. So, if you don't know what laddering means, it just means basically taking what you were going to bet on one prop. So say you have, uh, let's say you bet $50 normally. And so you're going to take you know, take that $50 you normally would bet on the points. And let's put, I mean, people do ladder different ways. So you really just got to find a way. But what I normally do is I'll take that and I'll just cut it in half. And so half a unit or half of that 50 bucks. So $25 I'm going to put on his points brought over, let's say 17 and a half. And then I'm going to take a quarter of that. So we're going to the other half. So a quarter of 50, I should have did an easier number. I should have did a hundred. So it's easy. Okay. Let's scratch that. Let's do a hundred because that's really hard. And I'm not about to do math. That's like 12.5. It, it's too much to talk about. All right. So a hundred dollars. I put $50 on that 17 and a half, $25 on the 20 plus 20 points. And that's going to be plus money. I don't know what the plus money, I'm not a nerd. I'm not about to do those calculations, but whatever plus money would be for that. And then we're going to put it on 25 as well. So if we get to 17 and a half, we're basically going to hit about even, maybe lose a little bit on the juice, but you know, it's price to play in the game. And then, but if you get to 20, you're up. And you get 25, you're up, up. So let's just say Miles Turner has a good game. He's we just need him to get to about 25 points. Cause I think that's where his prop, I think his prop's gonna be at like 17 half. But we'll see. You can make your own decision. You're grown. I'm not gonna tell you what to do. But Miles Turner birthday prop. Points prop. That's what I'm on today. It's my third play in the NBA. And to get ready to close things out and go into college basketball for one play that I do like, and that is Wow. The Texas Longhorns are playing the uh, Xavier Musketeers. I think they're called the Musketeers. I'm pretty sure that's what they're called. I actually never know what Xavier's, what they're called, but I'm pretty sure it's the Musketeers. Either way, 
they are playing in the Sweet 16 today. They're playing at 9.45 on the East Coast. Line opened up at four. It's now at four, minus four and a half for Texas. And I'm just, so we have Texas, a short home, you know, a short favorite in this game. Four, four and a half. That's a short favorite. And I just, oh, I love what Rodney Terry is doing with this team. He's like, I think he's like 22 and seven, 23 and seven, something crazy since taking over this team after the redacted, you know, was dismissed from the team as head coach. And he's come over, taken over this team. They bought into him. Marcus Carr is an absolute baller. Xavier, I think they've gotten pretty lucky to get to this point, to be honest. Like they had a really close game against, uh, who was that? Kennesaw State. They had a really good close game against Kennesaw State in the first round. Second round, they had another close game that they kind of, you know, pulled away at the end, but it, it was there against Pitt. And so now I just think Texas is on another level. And where I like backing teams that had, well, fading teams that had very, very close games, kind of had a rhythm in that first weekend. Now they go through a whole week. You know, they traveled, they went back home, they're enjoying being in this week 16, partying for the whole week. And now you kind of lose that momentum that you had. I feel like Texas won their games off of the pure talent and skill that they had, whereas Xavier just kind of caught a stride, caught a momentum, and just kind of survived the first two games of the tournament. So now in the Sweet 16, after having a week off, you kind of sit with that. I just expect to see them come out with some rust. I like Texas. I like Texas in the first half of this game. I really like this first half play. I think Texas is going to come out crisp and ready to go. First half, minus two and a half for Texas. I like the full game, minus four and a half for Texas as well. I think they get it done. So I'm on Texas Longhorns today. All right, everyone, that is it for the show. Appreciate you all for listening in and tuning in for another episode. This is episode two. We went 2-1 and one, the first episode. Kobe went 1-0 in his guest picks. So our guest picks are 1-0 in the season. I'll have more guests next week. I will definitely have more guests next week to come on and talk to us and give out more picks. And you can hear different ideologies and different ways that people handicap games. I don't want you to just follow me. I want you to learn and become a better, better yourself and find your own style of how you handicap games, especially for my people that are new to this and trying to figure this out for themselves. And so, yes. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, HW Culture Pod. I, I, I'm not buying the Twitter name from the other person, so it's just going to be HW Culture Pod for now. I, I don't like it. I don't love it, but, you know, it is what it is. We're just going to keep it there. So follow us on Twitter at HW Culture Pod. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple and Spotify. Leave us those five-star reviews. I need that. I need that. I need that. If you want me to get a bag. Like if you just care about me and you want me to get a bag, you'll drop those reviews right now. Like go drop that review right now because that helps me tremendously. <laughs> and it's free for you. Like it's free for you. You don't have to do nothing. You just got to put five stars, say some nice words, and then keep moving. Like that's it. And so appreciate that. Need that. Definitely. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. I'm getting YouTube videos up and rolling shortly. So make sure you catch us live on YouTube when I figure out, one, when I'm going to record this show every day because I kind of just be recording this thing on a whim. But two, YouTube is a great place for new people to find the show as well. So I'm definitely going to get down on YouTube. Heartwork Culture Podcast is the YouTube name, Heartwork Culture Podcast. 
other than that, I still don't have a cool in- ending or outro for the show. I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. So I'm going to just end it like this. We are out of here. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.